Welcome, everybody. This is RayofRebelEars.com. want to say thank you for all my subscribers. Thank you for everybody who's listening to the podcast for bi-weekly insights with the podcast. So, of course, it's been a couple of months, well, a few months with um, the coronavirus, COVID-19. And I know for a fact a lot of people have been focusing on their craft, focusing more on working from home. A lot of people have been streaming. A lot of people have been doing new things, learning new courses. But there's also people who've been procrastinating. So I don't know exactly if that's you or even me, as a matter of fact, because I do know for a fact that since COVID-19, a lot of people didn't know exactly how they was going to survive day by day. I do believe you need to focus on, of course, providing. If you're a family man, you know, provide for your family. If you're a mother, provide for your children. If you're in a relationship, provide for one another. If you're single, survive on your own. But the thing is, what are you doing in that time period? Are you just focusing, making sure that you just either live paycheck to paycheck, put money to the side? Are you learning something new daily? Or are you taking the time to learn something new on a weekly or bi-weekly basis? Because my partner, YL, and I, we uh, go through different courses every other week. Of course, we... Um, go through a lot of seminars, webinars, dealing with audio engineering, internet marketing, email marketing, social media marketing. So it's a lot when it comes to that aspect, especially if you're trying to, you know, focus on making this long term. So let's say, because I deal with the music industry as an audio engineer, I want to provide value for different producers, of course, engineers, even artists, because I know a lot of talented artists who are also talented engineers, who are also producers, too. There's some people who are jack-of-all-trades. Some engineers just stick with mixing. Some engineers I know who are also producers. That's why they have high-quality production. But a lot of people always try to get, like, you know, what's the quickest way to get better mixing or better drums? The first thing I tell them when it starts with, as an audio engineer, in my opinion, when you want good mixes, it starts with the recording. So it always starts with the vocals. And that's why I tell people, before you send me your session, well, I tell them to send me the session. I listen to it because I want to hear the quality of how their mic placement, because I could tell sometimes mic placements by just hearing them um, on the track. I could tell if, you know, if it's too low and, you know, they're not getting a lot of airway through their um, through the vocal cords. Or if, you know, the mic is a little high up, tilted downward, so they can tilt their heads up, extending the airway. So there's different things that I do know that I experienced. But when it comes to, you know, getting quality mixes, focus on the recording. Make sure that you have a pot filter, something covering the mic, making sure there's no spit, but also control plosives, you know, P's. And then you also want to go ahead and think on the lines of where are you recording? Are you recording in the corner? Are you recording in your room, bathroom, closet? I know there's an artist, well, a band who record the vocals in the car because the limitation of him living at his parents' house. So there's ways of getting high quality recordings. But of course, you got to focus on mic placements. I do recommend a pop filter. Depending on your budget, on what kind of mic you want to get, that's a big thing. The right mic stand, are you going to use a podcast stand? Are you going to use a stand that stands up? Or are you going to have one 
that is, you know, some studios, they have the mics, uh, mic stand coming from the ceiling. So, you know, there's different aspects when it comes to mic placements, where you're going to put your mic stand, where you're going to record. Are you going to have a voice guard? So a voice guard is basically what you put right behind the microphone to make sure it doesn't catch the reverb behind the mic, even though it is a condenser mic. And when it comes to the polar pattern, you know, it's not omnidirectional. It's not taking sound from all directions. Basically a cardioid mic. And it's, you know, everything towards my way because I'm using, well, right now while I'm recording this episode, I'm using my Neumann TLM-102. And I've been using this mic for four or five years now, ever since going to um, SAE for audio engineering. I've been really learning on the aspects of getting good quality recording. Like right now, you can hear that, you know, different things are going on. Like I can tell you automatically, I have my own template when it comes to my podcast interview. So I get a good recording so it's not hard for me to mix. I even have a template when it comes to the mixing too. So just to break down exactly what's going on here, I have my Neumann microphone going through my Apollo Twin. And in the Apollo Twin, I have a setup with the plugins. We're going to go ahead and talk about my vocal chain. Now, a vocal chain is basically what you have um, when you're recording. Some effects you want to um, add if you don't want it dry, if you want to add some space, reverb, even delay. Um, I stick with basic EQ and compression. So right now my input is um, the SSL E channel, put a little compression, add a little highs, so I have a little presence. And then when it comes to the insert, um, I have the 2-Tech CL1B. So um, my EQ and compressor, SSL E channel, and then I have a compressor, which is the 2-Tech CL1B. Now I have a few favorite... Um, compressor so the tube tech co1b the reason why i like that compressor so much because the first time i actually used it was when i was at castle hill studios interning with um max unra and dan cohen rest in peace dan those were both um the owners of castle hill studios and going there i was using a lot of um outboard gear from api to the manly ssl avalon Two Tech CL1B, you know, it's good to be able to have access to like top quality equipment without having to spend the money on it by providing your time. Because in life, you know, you either value time or money. You can be in the middle. It's good to balance it out. So like with me at Castle Hill Studios, I traded my time to learn how to use the equipment there. They weren't paying me, so for me to get value from the studio. I booked sessions, got in touch with them if there was something serious in the studio. I was always um, setting up the equipment, cleaning up the studio, closing up. So it was a lot of things that I was doing at Castle Hill Studio that made me a better um, recording and mixing engineer. So when you're recording, you know, focus on your vocal chain, uh, mic placement, mic stand, pop filter, Good quality microphone, good quality um, interface, and go from there. So it'll get easier for you to mix. So when it comes to the mix, like I told you, I have a template when it comes to recording the vocal chain that I have in my Apollo, and then my template when it comes to mixing the podcast. Basically, I might um, I normally don't have anything on the tracks itself, 
in my opinion, I learned this from Steve. He told me, you know, you want to limit the plugins you put on your track and put it on the ox or the, um, the bus. The reason for that, because you have more control of the natural sound of the vocals while putting the effects on the aux itself. So you can turn up a little more or a little less from the aux. So basically, I'll probably have like, mm, it could get crazy as three to four compressors, um, two to three EQs, um, a summoning plugin, and that's just for the podcast itself. I actually can limit it to um, two compressors, two EQs, or one compressor, one EQ. But I learned this method from Steve, and it actually makes it easy to the point like I just do a few tweakings, turn some levels up and down, and now I have an episode for the podcast. And all I have to do is get it mastered, and then from there, I upload it to anchor.fm, and you know you get this episode. And I take pride in knowing exactly what I'm doing. There's a lot I learned during COVID-19. Before COVID-19, I started the podcast last year. So I wrapped up a few episodes, had a lot of subscribers, had a lot of um, insights with other people, you know, getting in depth with, you know, my background, um, what's my interest, what I'm trying to get to, what I'm doing. So, of course, like I said, better mixing, better recording now. When it comes to production, that's on a different aspect. So what I would do as a producer, I would take time to listen to different producers in your genre. So let's say um, you're making a trap beat. You probably would be looking up Mike Will, DJ Mustard, uh, Murder Beats. There's a lot of different producers out there. Even when it comes to mixing-wise, if you're looking at engineers, there's different kinds like... When it comes to Latin Trap, Jason Joshua, when you're thinking like uh, pop, probably uh, Manny Mariquin or Tony Maserati, when you're thinking of like real hardcore rock, punk, you might want to look up like um, Chris Lord Algie. And you know, there's a lot of different engineers out there from Young Guru, Greg Wells, Dave Pisado, um, Steve Fabicki. Seth Ferkins, there's a lot of engineers out there. And, you know, it's just good to take time to understand the craft that you're trying to build on by learning from people of the past or the people who's here today. So production, of course, when it comes to production, I have a template. I got two different kinds of templates from two tracks and track outs. So when it comes to the two track, of course, it's just the MP3 version of the track itself. Everything is just compressed like one track. Track outs, basically each individual, kick, drum, snare, hi-hat, instruments, piano, synth, anything that you can think of. And then you have your track outs. If you're a producer, I think you should split everything. So you have your drums on the drum aux, all your instruments on the instrument aux, and then have your drum and instrument aux going to a a separate aux and I would call this all pro or P-R-O-D so this is production aux and then you know I have two more aux well no I got the, from the production aux that have the um, drums and instruments the production aux goes to a sub master and the sub master to the master that's basically how my setup is when it comes to my template because I know there's some people who don't even have a sub master they just go straight from like if they have instrument drums production straight to the master don't even have a sub master there's some who don't even have um a production arts they'll just do 
drum aux, instrument aux, straight to the master. So there's different ways of mixing. You should never limit yourself. Uh, find one that you're comfortable with. And when you're comfortable with it, try to master that craft using different plugins you're not familiar with. You know, use a guitar plugin on the drums, use a drum plugin on the vocals. See what you can create because, you know, music is taking, you know, chances. You know, the way you take chances is by learning. Push record and just, you know, give it a go. See how, you know, it can help you out, especially when it comes to mixing. And during COVID, that's what I've been doing. I've been focusing more on my mixing, been focusing more on rebelears.com. YL and I have been making a lot of preset packs, sample packs, templates, ebooks. Like, we got a list of things we got down the line that we don't want to um, open it up yet. The best way for you to get involved with future products and future insights is subscribing to rebelears.com. You'll get a free ebook, 10 quick tips to be a successful audio engineer. Now, all of these tips are what I learned from going to school for audio engineering, interning at Castle Hill Studios, building over 100 stages uh, between 2016 and 17, being an assistant engineer for Steve Hibiki to to having my own home studio. This is like years in the making. This is nothing that I'm just talking that I don't have experience in. I've been in sessions with, you know, a lot of top artists. I actually worked on records with a lot of top artists. So this is my way of showing people insight for those who want to know how to take the next step, either get into the music industry or working from home or if they want to get in the aspect of building stages or even owning their own studio or working at a studio. There's so many different aspects that I feel like this is the best time to sit down with a pen and paper, write down exactly what you want to do, especially during this pandemic, and seeing exactly where it can lead you to. Because, like I was telling you, during COVID, I've been doing a lot of research, but I've also been taking a lot of notes. So right now, I have this this notepad. I write in it daily. Um, I got a lot of lists of stuff dealing with um, Rebel Ears. So a lot dealing with stickers, IG Live, even when it comes to um, my partner and I's um, budget for Rebel Ears so we can provide more content, more blogs, podcasts, presets, templates, ebooks, like all the stuff that I listed. Of course, you know, it's a self-investment, but it's for y'all. We try to give y'all value on things that you might know, might not know. If you have a question, go ahead and, you know, send me a message. Um, contact us on rebelears.com. Hit us up on social media. So on Instagram, we have a few accounts, but we're going to give you our main ones. So mine is rebelears.ray, R-E-B-E-L-E-A-R-S dot R-A-I. And Y-L is R-E-B-E-L-E-A-R-S dot Y-L. And if you want to get with us on Twitter, it is rebelears, R-E-B-E-L-E-A-R-S. And... You know, like I said, we're going to be posting content weekly. So you're either going to get a blog, you're either going to get a podcast, you can get um, daily posts on our other IG at rebelears.post, R-E-B-E-L-E-A-R-S dot P-O-S-T. These are daily motivational, entrepreneurial, inspirational quotes, basically helping you day by day because sometimes you do need that reassurance on what you're doing. You Everybody want to be, you know, accepted, want to be told they're doing a great job. 
And a lot of people don't get acknowledged. So you got to do self-acknowledgement. I believe in that. So, of course, check out the IG. Look at the post. Hopefully it can help you with whatever you're going through today to pick you up or uplift you or keep you on the same path you've been on. So with that being said, I want to thank everybody who's listening to the podcast. Like I said, get in touch with me on IG, on Twitter, rebelears.com. We have so many ways to interact with y'all because we do a value for the people who's listening. Just want to say thank you from YL and I, from Rebel Ears. Thank you and keep